0: We're recording. It's Bourbon Hour with Michael Schultz. Bourbons. salute, salute.
1: Koval. Oat. Bourbon. Koval is a Chicago-based craft distillery. I love craft distilleries. That puts out... They they do a straight bourbon. I actually haven't even popped that bottle yet. But they put out... A range of bourbons with oats. I mean, sorry, with grains. And you and I have had in the past millet, which is an ancient grain, which was interesting. Like, really interesting and good. Yeah. Uh, and so I brought over oat tonight because I picked up a bottle at Thanksgiving when I was in Chicago. So. It's really, it's, 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 it's good.
0: It, it, you know what, as, as it sits there, now that it's set for a while... The scents changed a little bit. It doesn't have such a gasoline take to it. Right that's, it wasn't gasoline. It was alcohol. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just stronger but now, than normal it's, bourbon, it's a right? It's sweeter, and, it's and I'm almost getting a little bit of syrup yes, on the nose. That's,
0: that's it. It's much different after about 10 minutes. Now that about I've taught you how minutes. to
1: properly smell
0: yeah, the whole bourbon for my glass. You know what? I, I like my bourbon glass too. I'm not using it because I feel bad to use it when you don't have yours.
1: Well, I should bring. I should bring mine. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. All right, I'll do that so you can use yours. But this this is a good smell, you know. But for listeners, when you smell bourbon, when you want to figure out what bourbon is on the nose in the glass, instead of holding it up to your nose at a 45 degree angle, which is when you get a lot of the alcohol, you actually Hold it straight up and down like you would... Like it's sitting on a table. Like it's sitting on a table. And that's when you put your nose up. So your nose almost goes in at a 90-degree angle. And that's where you get the true on the nose. Yeah. When she taught me that, I was like, okay. And you can tell the difference. I mean, you can take the same glass... Yeah, you can. Tilt it and then go straight up and down. It's like it, Totally different. Totally different. Style. I love bourbon. So, anyway. So, two things... Happened today. Only two? As we're, well, that I think are noteworthy. Okay. Share them. I don't know if you want to go ascending order of importance or descending order of importance. Um, Although it would always be what your perspective is.
0: Yeah, because one could be more important to you, but. Correct. I just say go with it.
1: Well, number one, of course, we have a new president who is inaugurated today. And we, do, we do, we do. off went off just great, right? And regardless of your political persuasion, political viewpoint, it's one of the great things about this country that, notwithstanding the events on January 6th, today right. was completely peaceful. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was a
0: very nice, peaceful day. It was very peaceful. The one thing, though, which I thought was I didn't like and I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Really, I'm not a political guy. I just stand back and non-objectively look at this. And this to me, there's certain traditions that you uphold and you respect. And to have your own farewell fail, farewell speech instead of going to the inauguration is kind of crappy. What do you mean? mean Trump's Trump Trump instead of doing the traditional thing and you go to the inauguration he had his own little get together
1: yeah he right he made it known he was not going to uh, attend the inauguration of his successor which is the first time in about 150 years that that has happened
0: but it just shows what a miserable ugly person he is and that maybe that's me being mean. And I know there's a lot of supporters. There's supporters that listen because 'cause I'm I mean, I I, I get it. He, and he was, and generally like George W. Bush, always a great, respectable you know what I mean? He wasn't a nasty guy. He was likable and he would he left office the right way. And the second Obama George, did. The second George Bush was there today. Right. George and Laura Bush were there today. And it just it kinda leaves a bad taste in your mouth and it's ugly.
1: It hurts Hurts the people. But but here's here's the thing. And you and I talk about this not in reference to politicians. Right. But that is can you be upset or should you be upset when somebody acts absolutely in accordance with who they are? I'm not upset, but you're right. No, you can't
0: be upset. I just think it's just gross.
1: And, and I think that you know Former President Trump deciding not to go to the inauguration and getting on a plane this morning and getting out early this morning is exactly who he is and it's exactly who he has been for a very long time. And he has always been a poor loser. True. I mean, Always, There's a podcast I listened to that was really kind of cool. It's about... uh, It's called Business Wars. Mm -hmm. And it kind of tracks... For instance, it tracks Budweiser and Miller. And also a little bit of Schlitz and Pabst. And it took those two entities going forward. Oh, that'd be cool. it, it, It... it tracks different it like it tracks rivalries almost rivalries. Exactly. Right. Business rivalries. McDonald's and, and Burger King.
0: Yeah. Like okay. the
1: history of those and then going forward through through to the present day. So it takes like business rivalries. And one of the ones that I listened to, and it's only about five episodes, each each story is about five episodes. Was the NFL versus the USFL. Oh. Uh, the old USFL? Yeah, yes. And How the USFL actually kind of got a huge burst, if you will, and came into being largely because Donald Trump tried to buy the Buffalo Bills and was completely and totally rebuffed. Right, I forgot about that. At that time, by you know, at that time, NFL owners were very much a, a good old boy club. Right, and. This good old boy club, and you know, good old boy clubs have their own issues, but this good old boy club looked on Trump as like nouveau rich, crass, boorish. Right. Absolutely not. And so Donald Trump, being the sore loser he is, kind of thumbed his nose and said, screw you. And so he was behind the NF, or the USFL. He's the one, if you remember, threw all of that money at Herschel Walker. He's the one who was pushing for, to take the NFL you know, head, head on. And it was always not to make the USFL a viable rival to the NFL. It's a personal vendetta. It was a personal vendetta that Trump wanted to use the USFL to get himself an NFL franchise. That's all it was and when that when that was not feasible even at the end he he ruined the USFL in his quest right and he's just a, you see that I thought of that this morning
0: but you got to understand that's because a different a, type sh- of that's a different type of bad loser there's a lot of bad losers that still have class there's guys like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant that they didn't like to lose, but they still shook the guy's hand across the aisle from him on the court, and then they went to the back and they broke tables, and they cursed and they freaking fumed all summer, and they, you know what I mean? They didn't, but they didn't. They didn't kill the image of their team, and they didn't. It, they weren't completely selfish in their act, which that's what that's what you're talking about. Is someone that is just completely Correct. inwardly selfish. Narcissistic, narcissistic to the tenth degree, and nothing else matters but their agenda. Correct. Even if it's to
1: incite right? <laughs> Well, and i but said, that's that's a whole other thing. But. You know, I've said in the past, and again, regardless of your political persuasion, regardless of who you supported, you know, there have been presidents in the past that I have not supported. Right. Like really not supported. I get uh, it. Yeah. But one thing I always believed until this one was no matter how much I disagree with you and at times, you know, violently disagree with you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: At the end of the day, I always believed each and every president had the country's best interest at heart and always put what that president believed was best for the country first. Right. And I did not believe that about Trump. I truly believe that if he thought... That something benefited his family or his businesses. That comes first. That would come first in the in the equation before the country. And I still believe that to this day. Well, I mean, that's the actions we've seen.
0: So, and that's me. I don't necessarily. I'm not all really, really excited about Biden. I'm not a supporter. But I, the way I've always believed and the, what I've told my kids. No matter who wins, if it's not the person you're behind, it's a restart. It starts just like today. Today, things started, and he's got all of my support moving forward. Right, and he's
1: going to do things. Because I mean, that's what
0: you do as an American. You you don't have to agree. I'm not saying I agree with everything. I looked at all the things he's stepping in and doing today, but I agreed with most of them. And there were some I didn't agree
1: with. Yeah, I'm I didn't agree up with some of
0: them. And I go, eh. Well, I but guess and- what? There were things with Trump I was like, Eh. I woke up yesterday,
1: and I read that Biden was going to, in his first 24 hours in office, was going to issue an executive order that canceled the Keystone pipeline. That's where I was going to go with it. And I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. He's pissing off Canada. But I always knew that there were things that Biden was standing for and was going to try to implement that I was going to disagree with. Well, you're going to no matter who gets in. Correct. But I guess what I'm looking forward to is disagreeing agreeably.
0: Right. We're all Americans. We should be in this together.
1: And, and disagreeing substantively. And disagreeing agreeably. and That's how you grow. I'm going to disagree with Kamala Harris on things. I'm going to disagree with Joe Biden I'm not going to be labeled a stupid or mental or a loser, which is what became the norm. Right.
0: Yeah, it's the cancel culture. It's if you don't agree with everything on this side, then you're out. And the one-minded, the the one-sided, closed-minded, that's the people that look the dumbest, in my opinion. People that can only see one way, and the only reason they see it that way is because that's the way the administration sees it or their party sees it. And that's the only—it's not because they see it that way. And that's the problem I had is we're supposed to have a leader who has the best interest of all all Americans at heart, right? That's what we're supposed to have. And I think—is it not what we're supposed to have? I think that's what—I mean— Oh, no, no, I, I'm agreeing I think with think That's what I, that's what I want out of a president. I don't care if he's a Democrat. I don't care if he's a Republican. But I want to see, and if he can't, I mean, at least be able to fake it. You know what I mean? At least be able to look like you care. Kind of like last night? Yes, yes. And the night before. <laughs> like, just fake it. Just act like it. Just don't let me. It's like the kids, have your go down and get snacks in the middle of the night and drinks. Just when I get up, I don't know about it. It's, there's not dishes in the sink, right let's just you got a, you got a lot of dumb Americans that just follow the line and they and they they don't dig into anything well, which does not really go along with what I was saying, but it popped in there but it's
1: interesting what you said, which is. Characteristics that I think people normally find very appealing. Thoughtful. Thoughtful, caring, respect. Uh, Being open minded. Right. Being open to different ideas, different ways of viewing things, such that perhaps you would change your mind, change your opinion on an issue after receiving more data more information more facts you know before I I felt a and I'm not gonna go to Z but now I've moved to L right those to me and I recognize that to a certain extent I may be in a silo those are really positive attributes and you said something that that's what you want your politicians and I'm thinking the problem is now if you're a politician and you change your mind or you you move at all right. from where you ran on? Right. That's now a sign of weakness. It's a weakness. That's I now a sign of I don't necessarily with the weakness but at all. But I think the that, masses do. Right. I think that's such a a minority viewpoint at this point. That, I mean, I you know I I got into it recently with. On Facebook with the wife of a guy I like very much. I played tennis with him. He actually serves as an expert for me in cases. You can't get in stuff on Facebook. What are you doing? And and I I very respectfully, you know, <laughs> engaged until it just became, whoa, okay, I'm out. And I actually had another friend of mine reach out to me by text and said, Look, I saw the exchange you were so respectful and you were so people posture man calm and objective and it just got away from you and but I agree with you and, and I'm sorry that happened
0: I'm like but people posture and they will not accept anything but their viewpoint on certain things I mean and I think all of us to a degree have something in our life that that's what that that way and I, I hope I can get past that. Some issue where you're just like, as soon as somebody comes at you with the opposition, your wall goes up. And you're like, you like close
1: down and you're just going to bowl through, right? And the the thing is, Jeff, and I I, I keep trying to remind myself of this. And I was reminding myself, and I tried to remind others in the last four years, and I was reminded of this today. We think that today things are the worst they've ever been. We think that partisanship is horrible the country is so divided and it is but we think that these are unprecedented times and i was reminded today i was listening to the radio actually on the way over here and there was a uh, a woman on who's a historian from boston college and she's wonderful and she was asked questions about trying to put this day into historical perspective and she was saying you know today for her Today reminded her of the situation when Teddy Roosevelt took, took office, who was a Republican. Right. And when Grover Cleveland took office the second time he was, he was elected. He's the only president who was elected to two non-consecutive terms. And the second time he took office, he took over when the country was just bitterly, bitterly divided. And... It just snapped into place for me. It's like, you know what? This is not a permanent condition. The divisions we see in our country, the tribalism, the silos people have thrown up, this is not unprecedented. It has happened before in our country. It's happened a long time ago. Right. And I think that technology makes it more challenging, and I think social media. Well, Twitter is not a way to talk to each other. TikTok's not a way to No, talk. but I mean,
0: that's not even a place where you have... I think Twitter... Twitter's not a Twitter place. and Facebook are where you're having these conversations with people, like you did, right? But most of the time, if you and me talk on Twitter and we start going back about something controversial, it's so much easier to hide behind that. Rather than if we sit at a coffee shop, we're going to respect each other a little bit more. We're not going to be... I mean, if you talk, if you saw the I'm way... Sorry, to, I'm sorry, I'm throwing TikTok in that. Because TikTok is just Twitter by video. Yeah, but I don't see that much controversial stuff. Like, I don't see—I mean, not, not controversial. I don't see that much back-and-forth nasty talk. Like, I don't see co- threads. There's it's no not, threads. It's not back time, and,
1: It's not back and forth, but you get the likes.
0: You get the likes. I guess I'm talking more of a—you comp. You know, I'll see these threads where people in a political situation— you got people being downright nasty to each other. Like, you're fighting if you talk like that to each other in real life. right. right. That's not going to happen because the guys that are doing that on there, they would never have the boss to do that in real life. They're hiding behind a keyboard. They're running their mouth. They're they're trying to push their viewpoint. It just, it's frustrating, the, the world we live in now. To your point, it's social media has made it worse. There's no doubt. But also, I'm an optimist and I believe it'll self-correct. I don't mean it'll go away, but it will correct and things will get better. People figure out how
1: to deal with things. See, I don't think that's an optimist. I think that's a not only realistic viewpoint, but I think that's, I don't know if you're a student of history. But I would, I would argue you're a student of history if you believe that. Because, yeah. again, this is not unprecedented times. And we have, as a country, have self-corrected so many times in the past.
0: Well, and the thing is, is these, that's when you look at it at our age, like when we were young, when I was young, a president goes in office, you're thinking, four years, it's forever. Now it's like, you can't get anything done in four years, buddy. You know what I mean? Now you're coming yeah. back and trying to get stuff done that Obama started. You know? Because it gets interrupted. I had, Is it balance or just we never really move forward? <laughs> With our political system. Well, it's like no, we, no. they wrestle... Nothing gets accomplished.
1: We couldn't get I mean Well That you know that's an interesting question and I would argue <clears throat> I would argue that we do move forward. Oh I think Or we at do least too. I will I think say we, we move whether it's forward or not is a matter of perspective But we move. We're always moving We well, have to, right. But I, I think that what has happened today, like never before, people, so many more people, more than ever before, are connected. And by connected, I mean have access to information mm-hmm. in real time or close to real time. The fact of the matter is, our government moves slowly. Right. Very our, slowly. And it always has. Right. Right. It always has. And so we are in live in an age of instant gratification, lightning speed, we're, you know, warp speed, and we're we're so used to just think about the terms we talk about successful businesses, being nimble, mm-hmm. being adaptive. Right. If you're not thinking about tomorrow, if you're standing still today, you're already behind. Absolutely, all these things that we apply to businesses, all all convey the idea that to be successful, you always have to be looking ahead, moving quickly, and adapting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, our that's culture, not how
0: correct. That's what's ruined some of the journalism because it's not about having everything right; it's about being first. Correct. It's not about checking your facts and making sure. It's about being first. If you're first, you're going to get the clicks.
1: And it's not always about being in depth and thoughtful. It's about the headline and the, you know, the thirty second read. Right. Because that's what people you want. Get they want now. the thirty second. Right. And that's not how government works. That's not how government has ever worked. And that's not necessarily I don't how necessarily you want, want it
0: to work that way exactly yeah. yeah it's like yeah it's like quick fixes at home you don't really want the people running the household to just make rash
1: decisions correct you know so you think about you know and give pre- former president trump credit operation warp speed mm-hmm. we got it we got a cut well now two and I'm about to have a third covid vaccine right approved for use on an emergency basis I'm perfectly happy with it on an emergency basis because there has to be a whole lot more done because typically that regulatory approval process is anywhere from four, five, to nine years. And you know what? When it comes to things like medicines and vaccines, I like the delay, the almost glacial pace yeah, yeah, yeah. at yeah. which the FDA moves well, before everything approving now, it for but... But that's not... That's scary in a way. That's not necessarily how government works. And I agree with you 100%. That's not necessarily how you want it to work. And you don't
0: want government to... I, I don't i don't want government to have too much control. You know, I'm, I'm over our lives either. So I don't want that to be an issue. I want... That's well, that always is an a, issue. That's, that's always a scary thing to me. But then again, like the podcast I've been listening to, It's about, it's a guy, he's on there, and he is, his his name is Dr. Carl, what's his last name, can't remember, so there's that. But anyway, this guy, he's a pharmacologist, Mm -hmm. he's studied, he's studied for over 20 years drugs, but not only drugs, he's in a lab, he's giving cocaine, heroin, different things to people, and he's studying it, and he's wrote a book, Drug Use for Adults. And he's under the he he believes none of it should be illegal. He said Spain has nev- nothing has ever been illegal in Spain. Is there a problem in Spain? No, he said because if you have heroin, everybody knows you go to the shop where they have the equipment to give you out a toxicology report and it shows you everything in it. He said the problem here is the government won't accept any of that, so people are out there. He said if somebody slumped over because of heroin, it's because they got way too much or bad stuff. He said, there's no way. He said, I use cocaine on a regular basis. He said, I use heroin on a regular basis. He said, I'm not hooked on any of it. He said, but alcohol is just as bad. I mean, it was a phenomenal podcast. Well, education. He said, like Percocets. He said, you know why they're so bad? Because what is it? the, The Tylenol in it, right? He said, you don't understand the other stuff in it that counteracts. And he said, people don't know what to take. But if you go and you say, I want a pure opiate at a shop in Spain or in Portugal or wherever... They're not only going to give that to you, but they're going to give you the right dose. they are going to be instructions. And then they're going to say, when you come off of it, here's what you have to do to come off of it the right way. Come back, get these doses, and they don't have a problem. Well, unless you're not throwing people in jail for what they put in their body. Y- but anyway, that's a whole other thing. I just think some... No, I mean... It, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in Oregon, how they handle it,
1: because they're the dummy right now. You know, a lot of... Right or wrong or indifferent.
0: And I'm not well, saying I, I wanna run out and do Coke or heroin. I'm just saying I think it hurts people.
1: Well a criminal
0: record for God's sake.
1: But but a lot of our drug laws in this country have a a <clears throat> serious strain of morality in it. Right. And it it, it all kind of goes back to the judeo-christian slash puritan foundation of this country that we legislate morality now in some cases i'm fine with that sure murder i'm fine with that I'm, i'm fine with legislating criminal penalties for murder but drugs drug use You know what? There's just a, a, there's a a heavy dose of morality in the way that traditionally our country has dealt with certain drugs. And it's, it's funny because I think I may have mentioned this before. I'm, I'm not sure if it's on the rabbit hole or someplace else, but, you know, back in the day when I was doing criminal appointments, crack cocaine was handled under the federal sentencing guidelines differently than powder cocaine. Right. And that's because there was, as it turned out, erroneous belief that crack cocaine led to more violence in cities, in urban areas, and that there were the the addiction and the violence associated with crack cocaine was much worse than with powdered cocaine. And of course, immediately there was a racist element seen in that, right? because crack cocaine was in urban areas. We mainly had POCs using it, people of color. Right. And then powdered mm-hmm. cocaine was seen more of it as a frat and sorority, suburban, right. white drug. Well, crack cocaine was treated much harsher under the federal sentencing guidelines. It's so that if you had the same exact weight of the drug... And that's what determined your sentence. The amount, which is when drugs weight. So I'm just throwing these numbers out. Five grams of crack cocaine, five grams of powdered cocaine. Your sentence for the crack cocaine would have been five to ten times greater than the same weight of the powdered Mm -hmm. cocaine. Where the hell does... There's no logic in that. There's no... Right.
0: And there would be a lot of from, racist things screamed it about stemmed It stemmed from this
1: a- sense of morality that turned out to be completely whack. And we had the same thing in, in our lifetime with, with marijuana. Right. I mean, it's insane. You know, I went to high school and I knew the potheads. Sure. I knew the kids getting high in the parking lot. Um, you know, I saw it on my, my street growing up. I, was, I didn't for a long time. And I think you can abuse it. Oh, anything can be abused, yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily a
0: gateway. I don't think it's a gateway at all. I think that I think and that's what he talked about a lot is that, that it's there's people are people and they're flawed and they have problems and people that, that I don't it's yeah. it's more than the drug. People want to scapegoat the drug. And I don't but it's a person has a
1: problem. I yeah, I don't think it's a gateway. I think it's a person problem and the bad trips are from crap weed. Absolutely. That if you subject it to government that's regulation, whole if thing you is, legalize it, that's his whole thing. Subjected to government regulation, you're going to get rid of the, the crap weed because it's going to—you've got to meet certain quality. It's just like any control. Standards. Just
0: like steroids, if it's legal, it's going to be able to be regulated. All right, here's a secret. I've been saying this for over twenty years. Have you?
1: Literally for over well, twenty I've been years. Listening to this and I'm, and I have. My mind. Because of my profession, I, I don't <laughs> smoke. Just because, right? Yeah, I don't because it's of my profession. Right, I don't look down on it. But I've been saying for over 20 years we've needed to reg- we've needed to legalize marijuana, and it's only in the last four years that that whole rather- thing has gained speed. It scares speed. me to
0: death if you have kids that are going to do it. Where are they going to get? The- where are you getting it from? It's scary, right?
1: And that's what the guy talked a lot about. I'd rather um, you get it from Sean Kemp's shop in Seattle. Exactly. Than from. I'd rather go get it for you from Sean
0: Kemp's. You than know, when
1: you're getting it from some Sean, guy that
0: gets it from some guy that gets it from some guy. Sean in Dickhead, who's the yeah. dealer
1: at school, that's uh, it's you know, ridiculous. So, so anyway. he
0: talked about that. He talked about how cocaine in the late 1800s came to America, and they started using it. You know, they put it in. Coca-Cola.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it was, Coca-Cola was a wine. It was wine with cocaine in it. And then the, the original. The original. He said, this is secondhand. So if he's wrong, I'm wrong. But he sounded very confident. So it came. Then Prohibition came. So they stopped. So they, stopped. they took the alcohol out of the Coke. They added sugar. It kept the cocaine in there. The cocaine was only a white. It was only a privileged thing because it was only in the fountains at pharmacies and places so it wasn't bottled and he said this is where it got criminalized when they started to bottle it and the cocaine started getting more popular and started going to the to the inner cities where they're more violent because of their situation not because of the cocaine but because it fueled anger and 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 he said they finally blamed it on that outlawed it even at that stage so then i had to come out of coca-cola they couldn't distribute coke cuz you could get it at a pharmacy at that time Go we'll get you some cocaine, and have a good night with the old lady, or whatever you do. When I, I don't know. <laughs> now you have to get Adderall. You can't get cocaine. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so astute listeners will remember that I started this podcast with there were two things that happened today.
0: What was the other?
1: And man, that are going to get to it? That was a meandering rabbit hole.
0: That was a rabbit hole. When we started we with politics. the inna-
1: the inauguration. Politic. Well, I know Ange doesn't do politics so mm-hmm. um the second one is I kind of educated you and I I'm not sure yet if that's a good thing or not about the fact that human dolphin sex is a thing there there is I mean and you kicked in with dolphins are incredibly smart, very smart and their brain, their, their, their cer- cerebral cortex
0: is forty times larger than ours. They're saying so less complex,
1: but still. Larger. Well, we don't know. It's like we don't. Well, we've studied the human brain. I mean, the dolphin
0: brain. Right, but brain. we don't. We don't know their language. That doesn't mean that they're, they're. It's less complex
1: than ours, right? Somewhere, I think there's a flipper brain that's preserved. Do you remember Flipper? Flipper, yeah. I okay. This dates me. I loved Flipper. Really, I loved Flipper. That show, yeah. Flipper. They call them Flipper. Flipper. So, but Flipper's a dude. King right? of the ocean. Yeah, Flipper's a dude. So, so apparently, have sex. there's an issue with male dolphins being sexually attracted to female humans and like trying to mate with, flirt with, aggressively be with female humans. And
0: where's the penis on a dolphin? Did well, you look at diagrams and stuff? I I I don't even know where. A how do I say this? Is, delicate, delicate, like, I, like, I, I didn't want to probe be that lookout.
1: far into this subject. But apparently, there are female researchers of dolphins who've been assaulted. No, who are like, yeah, it's a thing, and you just kind of need to, you know, jack them off. And then jack him off. Jack him off, and then you. So they treat him
0: like the the women treat us. It's like he's getting Jack him off, get calm him off. down,
1: and then we can get on with <laughs> the business of what we're training them to entertain doing. thousands of people. Yeah. Bingo, right? Exactly. Right. So I'll jack jack him off, and he'll go to work and he'll earn right. a living. Yeah, and he'll yeah. If you don't get him off, home, he's not going to be able to focus on. Anything. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't. I just learned about this this past weekend, and I I don't know whether to be mortified, or intrigued, I or I saw a video on just TikTok where a lady was sitting
0: on the side of a dock, and the dolphin came up on her and was humping. She was like she fell back, and the dolphin it looked like it was making a hump. I just thought it was a joke. I didn't think it was really trying to get with her. No,
1: it's a it's apparently a thing, and I was reading that there was a beach in France. Two years ago, that actually had to close the beach. Bunch of horny dolphins. To, to swimming. Because they were, because naked there were women. No, there was a single bottlenose male dolphin who started out friendly and people were taking rides on the dorsal fin and everything. But oh, then wow. was starting to be like super aggressive with females and in fact flipped one. It's like the New York Message. Out, right? out of the water. And the and wouldn't let another one go to shore. Actually, that woman had to be
0: rescued by helicopter. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm telling you, when we get horny, it's a bad thing. You've got to stay. That's. I'm listening. Got to stay loose. You know what I mean? That's what I I cringed when I watched that video this morning because I didn't really looked into this GM thing. The New York Wait, wait, wait.
1: wait. What? In the context of what we're talking about, what do you mean stay loose? Get, you gotta get your rocks off, you know these these guys and dogs. Getting your rocks off
0: is staying loose. Well, yeah, because you'll get tight, you'll get oh, I gotta get you, and then people get crazy and stupid stuff happens. That's why prostitution be legal. So these guys out there that are, they would there'd be less chance that bad things happen if men just get to relieve themselves. Is that wrong to say? Sometimes I don't know No. If I should I'm, say things like that. No, but I'm, but like this poor guy. I'm sorry. He's not a poor guy. He's a pathetic guy. He's stupid. You saw that, right? What guy are you talking about? The GM of the New York Mets. Oh,
1: okay. His well, dream job. Yeah, so he's worked
0: his way all the way Porter, up to this. Porter. Jared Porter. His dream job, right? He's like a phenom. He gets to it. It doesn't take him a month. Did you watch the text? I Dude, actually... Dude, when, when girls don't respond to you for over a week, you don't think, Oh, this is a good time to send her a dick pic.
1: You know, i get your horny bro. Yeah. But you are exactly. a millionaire. And I get Thinking. I get kind of pushing a little bit. Oh, yeah, you push a little you bit. You push a little bit. Careful
0: with the push. But then you it was... you gotta have some respect for yourself at some point.
1: But correct. But there were two things.
0: A One language was exactly
1: barrier. what you said. you well, actually with with this particular woman, in this case, there were three things. One was the language barrier. The language barrier, which you just run from. One unless you got a firm grasp was, on it. The second thing was what you said. If after a week, you're getting no response...
0: I mean, if you have to keep saying... Ding, 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 you ding, ding. Or you know, it's a day goes by and you're like... But
1: connected to the, to the week is 62 texts. 62 texts. If you send... S- guys. Come on, guys. If I know you you're horny. If you send 62 texts and you're not getting a response... When you reach text about 50, 50 that's giving from that's 50 lot. to 62, don't put a bulge pick or a dick pick there because that's just
0: pathetic. Look, here, here's, no here's, sympathy. Here's my thing if I were single, personally, if I were single and a girl requested. A dick pic. One, one is she would have to be extremely clear. It wouldn't be like, do you want to see more? And she says, yes, and I send a dick pic. That's not... It's got to be clear that you want this. And you're going to have to request it at least three to four times. And then I'm still probably going to be like, eh,
1: are you sure? I mean, these things aren't that pretty. I mean... Have you have you ever sent a dick pic?
0: Of course I have.
1: Do you know I never have? Really?
0: I, I've sent joking dick pics. I've sent... Only to my wife. Only to my wife.
1: And that came about 17 <laughs> seconds into this thread. <laughs> no,
0: but who, where was I? I the other, I was helping a guy this, move. We'll keep this in. We'll was, keep this. Yeah, in. We'll ke- there's no editing here. I was, I was, I was, I was um, helping a buddy move last Friday night, <laughs> and his friend came over to help, and the guy said, "Yeah, this is this is the guy who at 6:30 a.m. sent me a dick pic." And I, I said, "Man, you're gay." He said, "He said he sent. He said I thought it was my wife." He said, "I just saw the top thread. I thought it was her. I texted last." I'm like, "You gotta be more careful, man. You gotta be a little more careful.
1: Just don't snap and sin. Yeah, here's the thing. I think I've I've sent like in underwear, but not like naked, picks. Right. because I'm like you. Yeah, it's I, just I don't, not that great. I don't think that women get the same, most women, I don't want to overgeneralize, but most women don't get the same I know, thrill. satisfaction, thrill. thrill I, think, I think when women want to see that, men getting the <clears throat> pictures.
0: It's true. I think when women want to see that, they want to see that maybe you're into it as much as they are, and they want to see that you're actually, you know, erect. I don't think it's so they get excited necessarily, which maybe that does make them excited, I'm sure, because they're excited about what's going on. But it's not like, let me see that thing. And I could be wrong. Let me see that thing. Please, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm more humble, and I don't get the guy. I don't know if it's just a mixture of ego and stupidity. But, I mean, come on, bro. You're the GM of the New York Mets. This is not hard for you.
1: Yeah, that was, that was stupid.
0: And all that- the selfies he sent. I mean, come on, man. Really? Let's calm down. What, I, I, you know, what do you do with that? I what mean, do you do with that? What do you do with that? There's nothing you can do with it. It's just stupid. Stupid. In today's day, where everything is tracked, and people can keep anything, you gotta have a lot of trust to be sending people stuff when you're high profile.
1: You know what I mean. I'm, I'm handing you the the app so you can order. All right. Yeah. So that here, here's the other thing I was thinking of. All right. He did, and it. You know, this is in 2016, and I actually have two more things. I mean, oh,
0: 2016. That's right. That was four years ago. It was
1: 2016. That so, hurts, man. So when I first heard that this conduct of his was in 2016. I thought, all right, that's before the Me Too movement. Not meaning it was right then, wrong now. But it was before the Me Too movement. It was before you had the heightened sensitivity to this kind of conduct. Again, doesn't mean it was right then, wrong now. It was wrong then, wrong now. But... I'm thinking, this guy just got hired by the Mets 32, 34 days ago. He knows what he did four years ago. You know, I know what you did last I not know what you did last summer whatever. It would be good to have a perspective where he was four years ago. What was going through his mind as he was going through those interviews with the Mets to be the GM? Did you order? I added it. I'm going to see. I'll give you some cash. I want to see if Ange wants anything. No, want it's to... on the app. I can put it on the card. Um, what was going through his mind? Because in, two, in 2020, you know that what you did in 2016 by text or other social media or electronic communications can be saved. So I'm wondering if he, he was completely oblivious to the fact that this could come back and bite him. Or was he thinking, hopefully this will never come up? Or was he thinking, oh, she must have forgotten about this? What was it that you were thinking when you were going through this whole thing? That's the first thing I thought of. The second thing I thought of, and this was in response to uh, some commentary on the situation I heard last night for some from some talking heads on sports radio. That the you know the Cubs have to answer for this because this happened when he was a member of the Cubs organization. Oh well, I'm... the Cubs have to answer for this, and the New York Mets have to answer for this. And I'm thinking, what do you mean they have to answer? Because one of the, one of them said. Clearly, the Cubs had to know he was engaging in this conduct. I'm thinking, how, how would they know? How would they have any clue? I mean, if he's on his,
0: his personal phone... The only way they, and A lot of people have
1: personal phones and business phones. Well, regardless. If, if
0: he's on his personal they don't phone, have how the hell would they know? If they don't know, they aren't responsible. Now, if, so, if she reported it to them and decided not to press Completely charges... Completely different. Or if it came up and someone in the organization knew about it and it was on record with the organization then yes they have to do something about it and if they didn't then shame on them and they should pay for that but you you can you've had employees you have employees can you imagine having a, a dark secret coming out about an employee that you had you think nothing but good things about them and then you're supposed to be responsible for something they do off the clock
1: correct it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. It's not even correct. So you know, I, I disagree with that. But I, I'm kind of curious what this guy was thinking when he was going through the interview process. Knowing that he did this four years ago. And you know I'm good, and you know what? I actually had I had this exact conversation with with my daughter. And this was when, um, remember John Malkovich? Mm-hmm. Not, no, no. Um, I mean, I know who he is. Not John Malkovich. No, 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 no. The, the guy who was in, like, American Beauty. Oh, yeah House, yeah, yeah, of Cards. yeah, House of Cards. House of um, Cards. House of Cards. I'm talking blanking. About. You know who I'm talking about. And it turns out. Kaiser Sose. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. From yeah. Usual Suspects. And if you remember a couple years ago, uh, a guy came out and said that he hit on him at a party like 15, 17 years ago.
0: Yes, I do. Um, Gosh, what is his name? House of Cards.
1: You remember who I'm talking about.
0: Absolutely. So... Kevin Spacey. Thank you. Thank Kevin you. Spacey. He's great. He's I had, a great actor. Fantastic. House of Cards was
1: phenomenal. And he... He was. So always argue. Should, that. I, should I order now? Yeah. It'll right, be like 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, she'll be done at... She'll be done... If you want to wait, she'll be done I'll, at probably eight. 8, 10.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a conversation I had with my daughter. And it was daughter... Let me tell you something. I think that I've always treated women with respect. And I don't think I have ever sexually harassed a woman. Right. I've probably been insensitive at times or oblivious at times. You are a man, yeah. But I am a man. But I don't think I have ever, like, done, physically touched a woman when that physical touch was unwanted. Right. (laughs) Right. But if right now, today, a woman came forward and publicly said, Michael grabbed my ass at a party in college and fondled my breasts. Right. And it was unwanted and I didn't want it. I felt horrible and it, you know, I felt accosted and abused. If some woman did that right now. Right. You're guilty I'm, until proven innocent. I'm telling you, I don't know what I would do. Oh, I would be other horrible. than other than to say, "Oh my God! Not only do I not remember this, but two that is that so goes against who I am." Right. That three, I have to deny it. I mean, I have to deny it? Right. But in today's day and age, if it's a he said, she said.
0: You're in, you're in a little trouble.
1: I'm in trouble. Yeah. I am. I'm in trouble. And I'm, I'm just, in trouble.
0: And there's nothing to prove you did it.
1: Except. I'm going back that far. Except other than what what a woman would say that Michael did at a party in college. You know, I'd love to say 10 years ago. It's a little longer than that. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but there, would, there would be nothing that I could do. To say nah. to to prove
0: no. And, and again, a debate out there about your character.
1: And, and again, I take no no position on Kevin Spacey, I take no position on Fred Kavanaugh. Right. Who went through a, you know, just a brutal confirmation hearing to become a Supreme Court justice. I, I'm just saying it's like the pendulum you mentioned earlier. Right now, the pendulum is not center. Right. And, you know, I, I, I'm i all always... And I don't say this loudly. Of course, I'm not going to say it publicly on a podcast. <laughs> but when I'm thinking about the Me Too movement, you know what I always think about? Do you remember that Duke lacrosse rape case? Yes, I do.
0: I do remember that.
1: Where... Those boys were and and Tawana Brawley. Do you remember the Tawana Brawley claim? That's a long time ago. I don't think I remember that. I
0: do remember the lacrosse deal, North Carolina. But the
1: Duke lacrosse deal, where the woman claims that she had been raped by a bunch, uh, a number of Duke lacrosse players, and
0: and they're Duke guys, so we know they're all gay. So I mean,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, think about all the things you had there. You had the the racial aspect. You had the socioeconomic aspect. You had the the rich white males privileged with their white privilege, and you had yeah. the the woman who was lower socioeconomic scale, scale who was African American, and was like, "It's really genius setup." And at the at the end of the day, it turned out not to be true. Right. And so I, I'm always, you know you got to be careful to, I'm, to I'm of just judge me. And this is also an occupational situation. hazard. you got to... Man, this is why, for me, facts. Facts. Evidence. I like
0: that. I've gotten more like that later in life. Facts
1: and evidence, man. The first 27 to, to
0: 30 years, I was not like that. Last, Convince me. I'm, I just don't... There's got to be facts. No speculation. It's fun to speculate. It's fun, and I think that's why people and I also talking about this another aspect of it is people I think rightfully so people like a Bill Cosby people like that that have done horrible things they deserve whatever they get but but don't be mad at me when I say his comedy was great he was still great at what he did for however many years he did it but people want to say they sucked and they're horrible and nothing's good and you should get rid of everything they've ever done right like you should just Burn it down. And that's getting into a whole nother Cancel culture. Cancel culture. But he had great stuff. Doesn't mean I like what he did or I agree with it. Some people would say, yeah, you do. You agree with it because you like what he did. No. I didn't know. He was the guy that was a wholesome guy when I was growing up that you watched that show and, right? He's wholesome. Do you remember? There's a lot of people that have done horrible things late in life or been
1: discovered. Being the good Chicago Bear fan that you are, do you remember the name Daryl Sharper? Daryl Sharper Daryl Sharper way Uh back when way back when I'm talking about 20 years ago was a was a defensive back came out of William & Mary which is where I went to law school and he became a Green Bay Packer and he played for the Packers for a long time and was an all pro right I mean, he was was great he's one of the great defensive backs in Green Bay Packer history and he went on less great with the Minnesota Vikings who the hell does that Brett Favre, I'm looking at you. But (laughs) then it came out after he retired, he like he was accused of, convicted, and is now serving life in prison for drugging women in like three different states and raping them. And it's the same thing. The guy was an incredible football player. Sure. I mean you're good person though. It doesn't mean you're a good person. It, it just means mean, you can celebrate the ac- athletic achievements. Right. Knowing yeah, that personally absolutely. you were a piece of POS. Right. Just like yeah. Bill Cosby.
0: Right. I totally
1: condemn everything he
0: did. When it comes to the way he treated women and the drug impetus and doing all that crap. Oh. But he had, he had good stuff. And that's... It's crazy. Yeah. The day we live in. It I mean, is. It's a good day. I mean, I'm not... I'm not asking to live at any other time but
1: it's a great way to put it i am not i think everybody's
0: dealt with their shit in their age in their in their time they were here i'm sure and this is probably yeah this pandemic yeah it's crappy but man i'm glad i'm not in the what's the what was what was the disease what was disease that literally it was the uh They said if a a kid or or someone with, back in the, damn it, what was it? Was it the Spanish flu? Was it something else? But they said literally, if you came within the area this person was in, in a grocery store, and they had it, within two hours you could get it. Just walking through the same area that they were in. Two hours after they left. The so-called Spanish flu? I think so. But I mean, hundred years ago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I and they
1: they they have you seen pictures from back then? Yes, it's
0: creepy. I mean, they it's, it's they like, wore masks. It's creepy to see the mask. It's like maybe we are in a simulation. But it wasn't it wasn't
1: required on a widespread basis.
0: No, because people had to earn a living. Right. So you couldn't sit at home some, with your laptop.
1: There was some rudimentary. Understanding you saw them the. I saw them at then. the game
0: and it showed the stands
1: with people with masks on because of yeah. a baseball game. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So. Anyway. Anyway, those are the two things that happened today. The inauguration and we learned about dolphin human sex. Dolphin human sex. That's bringing it around. That's
0: interesting. I like it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: we go off on
1: tangents. Oh, down the rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. One of these days I'm going to actually bring rabbit hole bourbon. Yes. How about next time? I'll bring rabbit hole. Let's do rabbit hole next time. All right. I'll bring rabbit hole next time. All right. This was good. We're out.